Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome aboard. Welcome uh, back to Get Em On Site. Our holiday is over. Our holiday... Well, we're recording an hour and a half later than normal, so that was our holiday, 90 minutes, and uh, we return here. We're here for the next few weeks on KO and uh, on, on our podcast uh, form, so we're going to do previews to the Three Origins and and Spring Racing Carnival time as well, so we're going to have all that covered as well. In fact, we're hoping to have a very special guest next week for the Cup preview, and we're going to record on Mondays from, from this point on, so you'll get it in time for the Cup, and you'll get it in time for Origin. Joel Kane. Look at the barrel chest. Oh. He had a good result on the weekend. Good morning. In fact, before I say hello to you, yeah. we've got to welcome Sean Ormerod back to society. Now, I know the Warrigal Wonder is not quite in Melbourne and is, the freedom has been there, <laughs> but it's nice to have Victoria back with the rest of us. Hello, uh, coal miner. Hello, mate. How are you? You're going well, boys. Yeah, it'd be good if um, if Gladys could come to the party, though, now that we're semi back to normal down here. If she could just open that border so I can get home, that'd be um, that'd be really good, Gladys, if you're tuning in. I know you got some other stuff going on. We've already touched on it, but, yeah, I really appreciate that. Hey, Cole Miner, how close are you to the London Tavern in Richmond? Uh, not close enough, but I've, I have uh, have been there a few times before for a cold one. Yeah, sports bet. Yeah. Uh... So depending on what time you're hearing this, if you're in anywhere near Richmond, Sportsbet today, mm. the first 100 punters uh, who purchase a Palmer. Yeah, they're called Palmer down there. They're Palmer, yeah. not a Palmy. No, we're Palmy, they're Palmer. <laughs> Palmer. I accept that. That's fine. So That's the, first, the, first, <laughs> the first 100 who purchase a Clive Palmer yeah. uh, on the house, thanks to Sportsbet. How much is a Palmer? Like, oh, 15, 17 bucks. Say, okay. So that's 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 a nice little giveaway. Seventeen hundred from Sportsbet, yeah. adding adding to the giveaway total at five million <laughs> one hundred one thousand. One of the dumbest ideas I've ever heard. Yeah. Coal miner, were you responsible for this? Who was the idiot no. that decided? Oh, let's pay out at halftime of the grand final on Cam Smith, on Cam Smith to win the Clive Churchill. That, that it was uh, you deserved what? again, like 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 uh, the election, like Labor. Like Bill Shorten, you all paid out. Yeah. You deserve yeah. to get your bottom spanked there, my friend. But is it going to cost yeah, us our, a podcast? Not our, no, we'll, we'll be fine. Not our finest hour. But, we're, you know, as, as Sugar will attest to, we're a big family at Sportsnet. And we, we don't name names or point fingers when yeah. um, when, when things go a little bit askew. As they, as I'm they a freelancer. Yeah, five, five million in the pockets of punters for doing uh, sweet FA. So... Yeah, there might be a little bit of an autopsy going on uh, this week to find out exactly what went on. But it's um, it's look, it's better in the it's better in the punters' pockets than ours, and they're all cashed up. We've got Derby Day coming up uh, this weekend, then obviously Cup Day, so they're they're well and truly cashed up for a big carnival. Yeah, yeah, but you know what could have been? There would be no podcast. There'd be the brand formerly known as Sportsbet <laughs> if Melbourne Storm won, because not only did we pay out on Cameron Smith, yes, we paid out on Melbourne Storm. Could you just imagine if that game goes to Golden Point? Penrith were home. They had 11 on the field, the Melbourne Storm. If it went to extra time. <laughs> Imagine that if we paid out on Cameron Smith and on the Melbourne Storm. Oh, as you would say, we Dan, dodged, goodbye. I just, we dodged <laughs> the big bullet on the, uh, on the same game, multi-front. I mean, the, the punters, oh, the punters yeah. killed us anyway. But if, but if the Fox, uh, Josh Adokar, had have scored in that game, that, it, it may have just been lights out. It would have been a very, very ugly, ugly payout. But it was still a huge result for the punters. They um, they got one back on us 
what Sean's referring to, all these same game multis clicked. You know, Pappenhausen scored, yeah. Olam scored, Dravalu scored, Crichton, Cleary, yeah. who's a popular half. They just all scored. And if the Fox scored, if it was. <laughs> so, what do you reckon the Fox not scoring? Save sports bet. Well, the fact that you're sort of okay, I can see with – well, not okay, yeah. but five million. I'm going to guess another five million. Not close. <laughs> Mate, not close. How much? No, not. that's all I'll say. Not close. Wow. 15? It's a scary, not scary number. <laughs> scary number. Wow. Yeah. So I tipped uh, on Channel 9 in the you, pregame, my same game multi. You, you are a punish when you're a winner. You yeah, are yeah. a punish <laughs> when you're a winner. You know how some people oh, yeah. are really punishing when they're losers? Like when they, they're just there, all they do is win. Yeah, yeah, you're a yeah, very good winner. loser. Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. you're a bad winner. I've got about six horses in the cup, right, for decent collects. You watch me stuff this up. You watch me stuff this <laughs> up. But anyway, what I was going to say is that um, I, on Channel 9 in the pregame, and on Fox for that matter, I gave my same game multi for the grand final. Melbourne Storm 1-12. Pappenhausen to score a try. Crichton to score a try. Tick, 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 tick. 20 to 1. Unbelievable. Right? This bloke jams me at halftime. He goes, oh, good tip. He said it's dead by halftime. <laughs> <laughs> Rushing back. Deleted tweet. Away uh, we go. <laughs> yeah. Did you enjoy the game? Um <clears throat> I, I found it um, flat, and not just because of the result. It just wasn't the same. It was a fine event, and they did their best. But when it's half full, oh, I'm sorry, it's just not... I don't know how it translated on TV. I know the commentary uh, it seemed to be a big talking point. But in terms of the game itself, it didn't quite feel like a grand final to me. Uh, I felt a little bit the same, actually. But you and I are also behind the glass. As you keep saying, it needs to be opened. We lost a lot of that too, didn't we? But mm. I um, I felt a little bit the same. The rain probably didn't help. No, that was another thing too. It felt like just a, a, a middle of July, uh, half full stadium. Yeah, it, you're right. It, the, the rain didn't help. But we were due. We hadn't had a wet grand final in nine years. I was frustrated watching the Panthers. And I'll tell you why. Because every time... I looked down there in that first half and Penrith are rucking it out. Now, Penrith obsess about completing. Bellamy's too smart. Josh Adokar was defending on the posts. So he's saying, Panthers, there's half the field. If you want to go there, take it. But they know they won't. Bellamy's too smart. He said yeah. they won't take it. So they were so thick in the middle and they jammed the Panthers. So I was frustrated by that because they had to just go, righto, we've got it make Addo Car spread out. The only way to do so is a chance their arm go around it. The other thing was they clearly knew that Cleary's kicking game was a major threat to him. Mm -hmm. Every single time it got to the fifth, they were jamming him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, why don't you start kicking on the fourth? Yeah, that's a good idea. Why don't you just start kicking on the fourth? Have your time. It's not to... as if their forwards were that imposing anyway, that that fifth play was going to get them get that many four more or five metres. Yeah. Just kick mm -hmm. on the fourth. Just do things differently to start making them think about it. And the dumbest play of the whole game, and this changed the whole game, and they had to use the captain's challenge, even if they thought they were wrong. It was 16 points to nil, two minutes to half time. They're out on their feet. If they use the captain's challenge, round the back, the pass comes from Kickow. Mm. He got coined to have knocked on the ball. Yeah. Clearly, it was a Melbourne Storm player. Crichton rushes off upfield. But they had to challenge that just to slow the, the game down because if it's 22 0 at half time, it is all she wrote. I know they rushed back and it was close, but it was all she wrote. They didn't challenge it. If they did, they would have got the ball back. Cameron Smith scores the try. 
which that play probably also cost Sportsbet $5 million because if he doesn't score that try, we wouldn't have paid out on bloody Cameron Smith for $5 million. What's the key is it happened right on halftime. That's right. So everyone's there mm. thinking, oh, well, he's had a good first half. That's happened. That's right. I, I give him the clock. Because I did see the odds at halftime. He was a dollar eighteen or something. Yeah. Which I thought, geez, that's a bit short. But okay, you 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 know. And we all thought he was the, the favourite, the, the clear favourite by then. But, uh, but at 16 nil, you go, righto, boys, bring it in. Nervous start. We've only conceded two tries. We've been to the video ref a couple of times. We're in the mix. Don't worry about it. And they could mow down 16 points. 22 nil. I know they rushed back. It was done. No, I gave up at 16. When Vunavalu scored that try, yeah. there's, Melbourne Storm teams do not give up leads like that. They've done it once in 10 years. That was against Canberra. Tell me this, right? Yeah. Let's be a bit fair, Dinkum. You made a bold statement last week. You said, look, um, it's goodbye, goodbye. Right, and and during the call of the game, I don't know why I say these things yeah, on this podcast. D- during the call of the game, where Vunavalu rushes off, yes. I could hear Ganane goodbye, and if it didn't happen then, when Pappenhausen races off, I could hear goodbye. Tell me, tell me, you used it in one of those den? Of course, Vunavalu. <laughs> I only I didn't use it for Pappenhausen. Well, you can't use it twice. Well, I know I'm guilty of that. Of, uh, but what have I started? Uh, but uh, yes, of course I used it. Uh, that was that was the play of the grand final to me. Vunavalu, the balls to jump in, yeah. jam mm. in, and also the spectacular athleticism to go up, catch the ball, then get up and run uh, 80 metres. Yeah, not only that. He kids almost go- brought back the karate kick from, um, remember a couple <laughs> of years ago, down there at Melbourne when he got the, uh, the big karate kick over the top of someone? He almost brought that back. But you're right, Slater. to, to, to no. be able to bounce, to be able to bounce back up and then run the field. No, 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 no. It- no, Sean's talking about when he when he tried he run the ball back and he tried to almost <laughs> hurdle over the opposition. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I do Just on Billy Slater though, Sean, what about a gift from Billy Slater? A belated gift where the reason that Olam scores the try is for a ruling that was yeah. brought in because of Billy Slater's putting out the feet. Oh, there's no Blinder. conject. There's no conjecture on that. Or it had no, to be a penalty try. If you uh, no, judged it that yeah. he stuck his foot out. And dislodged the ball. It had to be a penalty try. We all agree with that. Um, I, the sin bins were, to me, sin bins. Are they, yeah. They're all sin bins. I don't know what Cam Smith is going on about it. Oh, you're trying to keep the game exciting. But the Brian Tottle try, if it's 10 all, that's not a try. Isaiah Yo clearly catches the ball inside the probably. play running through. No, probably. You're probably right on that one. That was what, that was, was that their first try? It was. It made it 26-4. Yeah. And that was, for a moment there, I thought, ooh, has Herschel Gibbs dropped the World Cup? Because at the other end of the field moments before, Vunavalu drops yeah, his second. You forget that. It was about to be 30 to nil. I mean, we're, we're talking about Melbourne, a chance to wipe out 40 to nil. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, what, okay, last play. Yeah, it's, it's Hilter Skelter. You know you got 13 on 11. Is there anything you can actually, you can't plan for that because who, who is going to think you've got one play 13 on 11? But it was, a, it was, it was, it was a crazy last play. I don't know what the water could have expected differently from them, but they, it's not as if they, they were just all sort of standing around in the middle and throwing it around. And do you know what the play was on the last play for the kickoff? It's not your routine kickoff. It is to belt the ball to the sideline. This is what I said because three seconds you, left. Yeah, three seconds left. Belt at the sideline. If you don't find the sideline, you've probably got eight people jumping on one That's player and it's all exactly over. exactly right. When you kick it dead, you give them room to breathe and away they go. I said the same thing. We were having the discussion. What do you, They go, no, kick it long. Just no. make them go 100 metres. I'm saying, but look at all that space in the middle. So you had 
three players on the 40-metre line, 10 metres, and which I thought, well, that, the door's open for Melbourne because if there's only three players that's right, 10 metres from the uh, kick, you could just dribble one, and that's, that's going to be the end. But I suppose if you stuff that up, you give them a penalty, they can boot it into that, touch. That, the penalty's a problem. Um, but, when they, but the other 10 of them were all way back. I'm thinking just little little punch kick in the middle, yep. scramble. For, any, anyway, they got away with it. They got away with it. Um, overall, forget the Cam Smith debacle, Sean. Who won, the punters or sports bet? I suspect oh. we, the punter, <laughs> killed you because that Melbourne... Sean, the punter, uh, Sean, the trader, said Penrith will come back, it'll be $1.90 each. And I, I think we all thought the same. Oh, Pen, Mate, the money just kept tumbling in for the yeah. storm. Tumbling in. Mm. Uh, yeah, not even, not even close. Punters by an absolute uh, <laughs> mile. In this one, it really, it really wasn't even close. It was the the perfect storm on the same game front, but then also um, Melbourne not only winning, but then one to twelve, which is also popular in um, in singles betting as well. So yeah, not even close on on this one. And it, look, the, the punters, to be fair, they had a bit of a tough run the last few weeks, not only on sport but on racing as well. So um, it all it all it all comes around. But yeah, that, the punters by the Flemington straight on Sunday night. Hey, Shawnee, Shawnee, would that be the worst result? in the history of our company on the rugby league for a particular game, would you say? I'd say it'd have to be, mate. The, the, the numbers that we were looking at, they were almost sort of Mel- Melbourne Cup, yeah. like horror payout sort of areas. Um, and as we said before, thank, <laughs> thank God the Fox didn't go over. I know there'll be a few punters kicking themselves me saying well, wouldn't that, but Dusty it, wouldn't, it was an ugly, would, ugly number. Wouldn't have Dusty have killed you the night before as well? Yeah, Dusty was no good. So it, it was a good weekend for him. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go the punters. Go the punters. Let's look at the 2021 markets. Uh, do you get a lot of people punting this early? Uh, yeah. If they find value, the, the Sharpies will yeah. bet whenever they have to if there's value. Yeah, you can't bet Penrith at $5. You'd be an idiot. Yeah. Uh, Penrith, 5 Roosters, 6 Um What were the next ones there? Uh let me get those up. There we go. Thank you. Our graphics team really on point today. Melbourne at six fifty, South at six fifty. So there's your top four. Raiders ten. That's my little pick. Parramatta thirteen. Manly fifteen. The Titans. The Titans. Mm-hmm. Top eight in favoritism. Oh, you've just got an early early little indication, people. Uh, Sean Ormerod's going to be the Titan hater this year. <laughs> Knights. Cowboys, Sharks, Tigers, and then we go into the last page. Warriors. I've got something to say about that. Broncos, Dragons, and Bulldogs. So there you go. There's. I don't think there's anything that stands out. Is there, Joel, from those no, odds? No, I'm, I'm, I'm too scorned to mention the Knights. The punters are hammering me about that. I might have gone a year too early. Um, you know what you do, Dan? I, when was the last time that comes to mind where Hasler, you just got to play the coach. The coaching role is so important. Hasler, Bennett, Bellamy, Robinson, of those four, when was the last time we had a grand final without one of those four coaching a team? Hasler, Bennett, Bellamy, Robinson. It's going to be a great set because I know uh, 17 of the 23 NRL grand finals have had either Roosters or Melbourne. Okay. So that doesn't even include the other two. No, that's so right. So hit me. Well, I, I don't know. I've, oh. I've, got, I've got back as far as... Well, 2005 had Sheens, Sheens and uh, Murray, Graham Murray. Graham Murray. And then that's, that'd, be that'd, that'd be it. That'd be it because then it was all, you know, it's, it's been Melbourne and Roosters ever since, basically. Yeah. There you go. So, okay, of those, what did you – Canberra to me stood out because I think Jack Whiten's close to best player in the game at the moment. 
And <coughs> you lose uh, Bateman. You lose Bateman. George Williams uh, has proven he belongs in the NRL. Yep. It's still, uh, I think Papali's still got a couple of years of prime left. Yep. Um, it's still a pretty fearsome forward pack. Um, I, I, I know they lose Kotrick, and that will take a little bit of replacing. But I, I, I just think it valued. And don't forget, much more settled season, and they'll have something to prove again. I don't know. I just thought 10 bucks. There's that was one that stood out to me. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think Manly. I think if depends on what happens with Finu. Mm. If Finu's playing, he's not playing till July though. That case isn't until unless it gets dropped early. Yeah. So yes. Hasler, Manly, they must improve if Turbo's fit. List goes on. Uh, Bennett and South look. Corey Allen and players like that have unearthed. You get Latrell back. How far do they go in this That's competition? True. That's true. With Latrell, uh, belly ache. You lose your wingers. Yeah. They're they're big gun wingers and Cameron Smith. But you know what? Whatever the market has for Storm yeah. next year, he'll overachieve that. And uh, Robbo will – well, he's just Robbo. He'll, he'll get it done somehow. Now, Melbourne, what were they there? $6.50 or $7. I assume – now, Sean – there we go, six fifty. So, Sean, what does that say about Cam Smith? What, what, if, if he plays, are they immediately the favourites? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that price there indicates it's a bit of an each way yeah. bet that we're having. It's going to move one way or the other, whether he plays on um, or or whether he doesn't. But I actually agree with you, Dan, and I've I've been touted as the as the Raider hater for a couple of years now. <laughs> but of, of, of all the um, uh, of all those prices, the ten dollars does jump out to me. They get Josh Hodgson back mm. um, for almost a full full year out. Um, yeah, Jack White, and I can't believe how much of a good player he's become the last two years. Um, just at the price, ten dollars looks a, a touch big, um, but also Bunnies six fifty. As you said, Shug, they get Latrell, um, Latrell Mitchell back, Joey Arrow. They've, they've they've signed, so I think they'll definitely be thereabouts as well. Warriors, I tell you, I like because they've they've brought in uh, Fenil Blake, uh, Ben Murdoch Masilla. They're at home. There's another player they've brought in too. Who am I? Uh, well, uh, players like um, Ewan Aikens, a nice little addition, and a couple of other nice additions as well. But I think they would have gained so much this year, the Warriors. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Thirty-one bucks might be just—I don't know if they'll win the comp, but I'll be looking at them very hard for my top eights and all those sorts of things. Well, I—I'll probably stay on a similar path. Cowboys—they get the bloke who turned things around from Todd Payton. Yes, you got Val in his second year. Mm. You get Michael Morgan hopefully for a season. He's got to have a big year. Yeah, he's been way off for a couple of years. Injury hit. Mm. Um. So, anyway, we've got three months, four months, five months to talk about all that stuff, but we've held you off. How can we have one of these shows without Bambi? And and before we do our live Bambi, here's a little snippet of uh, some of our angrier work in 2020. If it's, if it's pissing you off, then it's pissing you off. Well, it is pissing me off. You ready? I love Greg Norman. He was my hero growing up. But whinging because Tiger Woods isn't his friend. So we've been driving for an hour and 20. You're going to hear this beeping. Oh, that means the door's open. That means there's no key in the car. So my wife has taken the key out of the car. I've drove for an hour and 20 away from that key, which means if I turn the car off... It's over. It's all over. (laughs) Rolling out these recorded uh, debutant videos week after week. What I want to see, I don't want to see someone getting his debut. If you're going to sack someone, record that and stick that up on social media. That might get a bit of traction. I would actually watch that. That is actually... (laughs) Filming a bloke getting told he's been wrestled. That is very good for yes. the well, that's We're all very Ooh. sad that Winx lost its fold. Oh, jeez. 
bit of press release. It's a f***ing horse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the defamation suit between two people I don't give a shit about. <laughs> Save it for the pages of the new idea, the Women's Weekly. No one gives a shit. I'll say it again. <laughs> it's a f***ing horse. <laughs> James Francis Critchley-Smith, he just... Nah, that's Joel's spot. I'm going to take that spot and go upstairs with no regard, no call, whatever else, playing rude. I hate that behaviour. Would you just take someone's spot? Yes. You would? So you're not even telling me, mate, my spot was taken, so I've stolen yours, you steal someone else's? No. No, yeah, that's typical of you as well. But there's Roxy Jacenko from such shows as Celebrity Apprentice. Desperate for attention, and uh, she's learned that the Roxy Jacenko brand has got... What brand is that, Roxy? What brand is that bad PR advice and how to get yourself on TV with little talent? Thank you. Uh, yeah. I drove on a freeway hearing this for an hour and 20. So, someone in, so in society said, look at this, this has to be stopped. Yeah. One more time. That <laughs> 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 was only for the last month. Very, very good, boys. Uh, I've got a heap of them. I, I thought they'd dry up. I thought, you know, we get into the season. It's a happy time. Yeah. Sean Ormer, do you want to kick kick us off with a with a? a, a yeah, you a, seem you seem pretty fired up, and you've got a few, so I'll, I'll go first. I, I just want to. What's with the the, the carry on of these ski goggles in the in the after game celebrations <laughs> for the storm? What what is the obsession? With, be, with wanting to be like those American dickheads. The way they carry on, they're, they're all smoking cigars, flashing the ring with the ski goggles on. We've been spraying champagne in each other's eyes for how long? 50 years. And, yeah. and we've been fine. There's, there's been no blindings yet. Why, why do they? Why is this obsession with what they do uh, over the, in America? That, that, that's, that's my opinion. It really drives me up the wall. I hate it. <laughs> I, 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 I tell you what, you get to know people on this. I knew he was going to have that as, yeah. his, as his thing. And I don't disagree. Why do we as athletes, you know, we're world class, but we, and on AFL, NRL, we are obsessed. We are obsessed with copying America. Yeah. Like, you know, the AFL, remember they had that stupid AFL X and they'd have those entries, those NBA style entries. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, all, all, all the fig jams of the AFL were just. <laughs> but but then I agree, you know, the goggles, I, I, I sort And even, and you know, I love a cigar. Yeah. You know I love a cigar, but I'm thinking half of those blokes have never had a cigar in their life. They're only doing it because they saw LeBron doing exactly. it two weeks ago. Exactly. I Good will, one. I Good will start. say this. I will say this about Sean the trader, and he is a trader by nature, right? So traders by nature, if you haven't met them right, they hate, hate. Celebra celebration. Any sort of lair. Yeah. Any sort of lair. So occasionally there's a trader, and you see them at opposing um, companies, who are traders and their tips and stuff like that, and they get a little bit leery, and our traders... You know those little games you used to play where you knock them down when their heads pop up, you knock them down? Oh, yeah. The trade, is that true, Sean, or not? The traders hate yeah, it's, any it's kind pretty, of uh, peacocking. That's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate, mate. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I've got a couple of so I'll, I'll fire off my first one. I, I've made fun of our organisation for stupidly giving away $5 million. Right. Mm. We, we're giving it away. We're just handing it out. One of our competitors, I won't name them, but ran a computer race. Ran, ran one of the dumbest concepts I've ever heard was let's have a computer race and let's put it on Channel 7 and make it like a normal horse race. Then they had promotions for Winx, wasn't it? My favourite horse, Winx, or to, you know, bet Winx and we'll bump up the odds. It doesn't even win. I mean, they're stealing people's money off a of 
virtual race. <laughs> Unbelievable. And then, and then, and then, and then that, 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 that bloke from England. Oh, the racing guy. The racing guy. Oh, stop. Stop giving this bloke time. Mate, he's he, a goose. Yeah, mate, he's on a racing channel on Sky <laughs> oh. UK. He's watched by 12 people. Okay, he is desperate for attention. Remember when he came out here and tried to make the Cox Plate about him and was a Debbie Capsitas? Have I got that? Yeah, Capsitas. Yeah, Capsitas just told him to piss off when he bowed to her feet. Mate, he, he's obviously an absolute nobody in England and thinks he's got a nice little fertile market in Australia. Yeah, he has. Mate, piss off. Piss off, uh, you know, then, then starting to rub it in about, oh, 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 they'll be so angry in Australia. They can't even win their own Cox Plate. What a complete goose. Now, speaking of uh, people that agitate, I'm not putting Sean in this category because uh, he's not a Melbourne person and uh, he's a Warrigal person. But And, and we, uh, we have no concept of really, of what the Melbourne people, the Victorian people have been through the last six months. We had it. How long did we have lockdown for, Joel? Oh. Tw- six weeks? Yeah. And it was brutal. Oh, of course. So, so, so to have to have gone through it a second time and for longer, you know, people from Victoria have nothing but our sympathy. But um, reality show contestant and wannabe <laughs> journalist Georgia Love, no one outside of Melbourne will ever understand how we feel tonight, but thank you. To all those that have helped. Uh, Sean, are we going to see the... Uh, forever now, Melbourne people are going to go, hey, hey, you don't know what hardship is. We went, we, we sat in the couch and watched TV for six months. You don't know what hardship is. We're, they're just going to rub it in yeah. there for the rest of our lives. That they're be- Melbourne people already have an inferiority complex. Mm. Now they're going to go the other way and have a um, superiority complex. <laughs> I heard on a racing show uh, during the week saying uh, the the Victorians were saying do we have an inferior complex to them what they they the Victorians think that we obsess about what they're doing down there honest to god <laughs> they they think just just get on with your lives stop obsessing about what we do in Victoria how much time do we think about Victoria at all yeah. i love um <laughs> i love that uh, amanda elliot has now had to defend not moving the melbourne cup back and i i I put this squarely at the feet of Peter Volandis that while everything was being pushed back, AFL, NRL, every sporting event, she was striding, no, Tuesday, the first Tuesday in November. Remember, because Volandis kept saying, this is before COVID, oh, why don't you move the Melbourne Cup back to late November? Yeah. And, of course, once, a, once Sydney's Peter Volandis said that, there's no way they, they would even entertain the idea down in Victoria. Mm. Well... Had they actually done that, and, and, and forget Volandis, but had they thought, well, in this one year, let's let's push everything back three weeks. We'll make it the last Tuesday in November. They would have got a. They would have been able to get a significant crowd. Absolutely. So, but I think Amanda Elliott has cost her racing club an absolute millions, millions and millions. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if the doors were open that week and they said they would have got one hundred and fifty thousand to yeah. each of these race days? Yes, and but once again, PVL, the great PVL, PVL. Right. and P- why, why we why should we be surprised? He was spot on once again. He's he, he he's done he's he's snookered them without even knowing about a pandemic. But it's anyway, jo- Joel. Okay, my little one here, Dan. You're involved here. I, I've, oh, I've never no. had a go at you, but I'm going to do it right now. Yes, um, I've been waiting for this. Look, I don't know what this is about. For social on. media, and I have family who fall into this as well. It is not compulsory to post something of your child 
every single day, right? So so this applies to some people, my family, to others. It's I, not compulsory to I post something kids. every single day. I don't have kids. No, this is where you come into it. Another thing that's not compulsory for social media, yeah, a lot of journalists and a lot of media types just can't help themselves, right? So we know that you've got a plum job and we know that you're staying at nice places and you have access that normal people or regular people don't get the opportunity to do. We know that already. It is not compulsory whether it's the Dally M's or you're on the sideline of a grand final or in the box at a grand final. It is not compulsory to post a photo of your lavish life, okay? I did it once. I it's did it once not... because it was grand final day. Yes. And I, you know why I did you it? You are generally pretty good with this stuff, I will say this. Yeah. But do you not agree that a lot of journalists, a lot of media types, yes. for every possible opportunity they get behind It's the... insecurity. It's... it's trying to get their branding out there. Branding. But this is the photo, the by the way. So, so th- that's the eighth grand final we've called on Triple M for yeah. right? And I've never, and every year I walk away thinking I should have taken actually a photo, not necessarily to post, but I should have got the call team to take a photo because yes. it's a big, it's a special event. Yes. Uh, and I just happened to post that, so yes. I was taking that for our. You, you weren't my inspiration, by the way, but I saw that and I thought that. And I, and I, oh, by no, the way, no, I saw your thing, and and I tell you what, I had the reply. You, you've tweeted at, uh, you've you've messaged at uh, Sean, office for the day, <laughs> but it was public, so I was going to respond. Well, I'm sorry, I assume you were calling from a boardroom in North Sydney or something. No, no, no. You're at the Grand. Were you? I was on. The, I I think I had the best seat in all of Australia at that game, and I thought, you know what? No one gives a shit. I don't need to promote this or share this because no one gives a rat's. I thought it was a nice photo and I thought it was worth sharing. It wasn't about, hey, we're at the grand final. It's no, about, you're hey, very this good with this team. stuff. No, no, no. no. Can, I, can, I, can I go with my actual Bambi, though? Yeah, go on. Okay. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Oh. And I have seen... <laughs> look, I know. Look, you give your boots to a kid or somebody after a game. Nice gesture, Okay. Is, but there's always a camera there, isn't there? We're seeing every almost a daily basis. We're almost seeing on a daily basis a player giving a pair of boots who they just happen to have 500,000 pairs at the back because they're sponsored by boots to somebody in the crowd. And there's a camera there. I want to hear about the story where somebody's gone to the hospital to visit someone. They're not looking for fanfare. There's no photos or cameras there. or It's not staged. I don't care if you're giving somebody some boots. I'm sorry. Yes, it's a nice enough gesture, and the person who's in receipt of those boots would love it, but we're seeing it all the bloody time, Dan. Who does it hurt? It doesn't hurt anyone, but it's not It's not Mother Teresa. Come you're not on, saving mate. the world. Come on, mate. You're being very bitter now. You're you don't think so? I, I'm not disagree. I just don't know if it's worth whinging about. Coal miner, what do you think about this? It, it, it does have shades of bitterness on that on that shook. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't mind. It's a good touch. There's a lot of there's a lot of shit stories out there, and someone giving away a pair of boots is it a bit contrived, maybe. But I think I think that's okay. Okay. Well, not, no, it's not. Is it maybe? But it is a bit contrived. I'm with. I'm no, with it's you. Definitely on that. contrived. But but oh, good on them. I just don't think it deserves all the. Fanfare, like it's a bloody pair of boots. Anyway, I'm wrong. I'm um, wrong. Two, two, one. And here we go. I'm going to defend you now. So okay. after you tried to give it to me, okay. So uh, your your station started very good, by the way. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. I enjoy you and Fletch. I enjoy Maddie's show with Andrew. I spoke to Joey on um, at the grand final because mm. I, I go, mate, it actually sounded really good. He was doing it with uh, Andrew Webster. Yes. Are they on every week? Every Friday, nine to twelve. No, I understand, but is Joey on it? Uh, I think so. I said to Joey, I said, mate, that sounded really good. I said, it sounded really good. He goes, what? I said, the, the show with your brother. He goes, oh, 
Oh, mate, three hours and no songs, mate. I'm going to have to talk to management. Anyway, well done. But as is the now, you talk about people doing the office for the day. Well, when someone in media does something new, mm. it, it is in, incumbent on everyone yeah. involved to tweet out, yeah. hey, listen to us, hey, listen to us, hey, listen to us. And does it get monotonous? Bloody oath it yes, gets it monotonous. Is. But you're trying to build up an audience and yeah. you're trying to bring up awareness. But I'm also paranoid about going too far on it. So I agree with what you're saying. No, I don't think you can, yes, but I don't think you can go too far, yeah. right? I think you know what, bugger it. The the reason why you build up ten thousand, twenty thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, one thousand mm. followers is for this moment. So when you have something to promote, you've got a ready-made audience there. So you're all getting excited, uh, 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 Vossy and all the producers, and hurts no one. But bitter old Jim Maxwell, bitter. Old Jim Maxwell <laughs> on Twitter to Adam, Pe- poor old Adam Peacock. Oh, I mean, no. Adam Peacock, he hasn't heard it, never heard a fly that bloke. He's bitter, Jim Maxwell. It's okay to promote yourself, but get serious, please. ABC Grandstand delivers sport to the nation 24 hours a day, concentrating on live sport when it happens. No ads, the nation's eight cents a day, unblemished, sweaty connection. Now, Jim, <laughs> ABC is. The finest broadcaster of sport in this country. Certainly the most dense. Certainly yeah. the deepest. ABC Grandstand, 24 hours. Are you counting replays of the 2002-2003 Ashes that you run incessantly as part of your 24-7 commitment to sport? There, there isn't 24-7 sport. I get that. But don't say you're a 24-7 station when for, I would say, 90 2 to 95% of it, it is replays of stuff from years gone by. Now, that's fine. You've got to fill your airtime, but my, my, but that's not my issue. My issue is, is, <laughs> is ABC and ABC people constantly thinking they are better than the rest of us. ABC up here, commercial down here. But just he's become very bitter, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to reveal something here. Has been known to tell people... The summer doesn't start until they hear the voice of cricket. Oh, has no. said that. Has no, said that to people. hasn't. Has said that to people. No, he has Privately has said that mate, to people. Mate, he's made a comment here about someone being a narcissist. He, that, that, that's pot calling the kettle. Yeah. We're going to come back with more, but here's some best moments of this show. Best moments of this <laughs> show over the uh, 2020 season. Enjoy. Two years you've hung shit on me for, get, for being a terrible tipster. You're flying. Now I'm flying. Yeah. Don't hear a thing. Anyway, let's go. Oh, did, did I go on social media last night? Yeah. And you press it and it's either relief or, oh, what have I done? Yes. <laughs> Every so, time I have a bite, they're filming me here. Would, would, I don't mind you eating on camera, Joel. Mm. Just don't talk, please. I could get me. Mate, oh, you pig. Gus Gould has been doing this thing on Twitter where, for whatever reason, he's dropped the plural. And Sean took the bait and blew up last week, right? I'm more angry than being angry at that that I've just fallen into this trap <laughs> and haven't seen it. This is Dan's black book. Yeah. Right? There's not a notable in Australia who's not in this book. Mark Eller, Lee Friedman, Greg Norman. <laughs> Who else could I land on? Danny Green. Oh, Danny okay. Virginia. All right. Mimi McPherson. Uh, Why have I got Mimi McPherson? <laughs> it's highlighted. You in there, Shook? No, I'm not in there. That's <laughs> I my think point. you are. I think you are. Am I? When do you start NRL 360? What? That's got you written all over it. So if you want to beat Penrith, run a kick out. Don't do that, first, please. <laughs> <laughs>
Save that for your Jimmy Smith show, please. <laughs> okay. And then don't rub your pants after you do that, boys. For God's sake. He'd be he'd be the only reason I probably tune in because it gets me off the off the bit that show sometimes. Does it? Yeah, it does. Okay. Well, that'd be the end of me doing this podcast if this was to happen. So. Okay, Dan would be no good at it. Nah, it's terrible. He doesn't get tackled a lot, Kevin Smith. That's when you 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 generally get hurt when you're running the ball, not when you're getting tackled. There's, get your Bambi shot. Joel Kane <laughs> oh, has just called him a cat. To, to compare Joel Kane to Tom Waterhouse was <laughs> a step too far. I eat humble pie. Who eats, who eats a pie with a knife and fork? You two bloody <laughs> That's oh, good. Oh, your stickers oh, with yeah, a knife yeah. and fork as well. <laughs> it is better. It is, Mate, it is much better. Mm. I mean, by doing that, you know now I can't have any of that. You have the other half. Well, but... No, piss off. You put your fingers in it. Uh... And you knew what you were doing. No, you can't kick a field goal. I agree. I'm with you 100%. Well, with 40 did... seconds to go, you don't kick a field goal. What else are you going to do? Score, score two tries in 40 seconds. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Don't snap at me, mate. <laughs> I know you're tired. Anyway, it's a boring subject, but I, it, it well, really... Well, stop going a, on every word great social speech. media. It's a boring subject. You put the phone out there yeah. and did a whole rant. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. My fellow punters, you can now bet on the U.S. election with sports bet. A lot of people have been telling me there's this thing called Trump Hub, which is a tremendous name, by the way, where you can find many, many markets all in one place. Frankly, it's unbelievable, except for one thing. You can also bet on Joe Biden to win. Fake news, folks. Believe me. Bet on the U.S. election with Sportsbet. Welcome back, everybody. The odds, so a lot of you just got the Trump Hub ad. $1.48 Biden, $2.70 Trump. I just fear, Joel, that there is not a lot of energy for Biden. Mm. Will people go and vote for Biden just to vote out Trump? That's, That's right. why I'm very sort of bullish about those odds. Yes, no, I like what you're saying. Like you're not exactly endorsing absolutely not Trump. I, I but you're just saying I, I don't endorse politics. I don't not on here. He's shown his hand, Trump. You know what he's about. Oh, hello. Is this an Uber Eats ad? Oh, <laughs> Zach Bailey. Afternoon. Zach Bailey. How are we, Dan? Hello, Great to see mate. you. Nice to see Sugar you. Kane, we are Sean. recording. What are you doing? Speaking here? of votes, Hi, we are starting our official. Oh, don't say oh. bye to goodbye <laughs> petition. <laughs> <laughs> Endorsed by Sportsbet. Now, we've got 11 signatures on here. Oh, yes. We're going to make it 12 I'd right love, now. I would love to be number sure, 12. we'll fill it in for you as well. So, I was listening to the pod a couple of weeks ago. You yes. can't retire goodbye. I worked alongside you at Triple M. Yeah. It was the highlight of my career. That's the highlight of your career. I've if that's the highlight, to... it's an ordinary career. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> will you sign it yourself, Dan? No, no. Can I, I've got to think about it. Can, right? I, can I sign a proxy on your behalf, Sean? Yeah, get one for me now, Sean. Proxy, right. proxy vote. Cold, cold so, one. Go so, Dan, by round one next year, how yeah. many signatures do we need to get? No, no, I'm not playing this game. I'm not playing this game. <laughs> okay, okay, Joel, how many do we need? Oh, SEN will okay. promote it, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll promote we'll it. Uh, I reckon... 500's a nice even number, isn't it? No, don't do it. Don't, please don't. We'll make it a thousand. Please do not. This is a funny little bit here, but please do not <laughs> yeah, do this. Yeah. I, Let's I make it bigger. En- I do not endorse this concept. <laughs> I do not endorse this petition. I do not endorse... Ed, just making this about me. Well, just move on. <laughs> Sportsbet have endorsed it. Yeah. They're all around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fox League, they want to keep it. And com, all our fans want to keep it. So I'll leave it with you. you okay, take thank you, Zach. Get all the... Anyway, nice great to show. See you. It's been a great year. <laughs> a thousand. We're on. Hey, hey, what do you say when you leave? So, 
Goodbye. Coal miner, we need, uh, as part of this uh, no, we're not doing this. Uh, petition, we need uh, the postcode. What's the Warrigal Wonders postcode down there? Starts with the three. 3820 for the Warrigal Wonder, mate. 3820. Yeah. You're get the first three on here. Okay, fine. Get a copy of that, Danny, for me, and I'll go down to the Warrigal Greyhounds one night and get a few, get a few images. <laughs> how often are the Warrigal Greyhounds on? Can you give us one there? No. Just can you, no. How did you do the Vinavala how try? How become a cartoon? <laughs> I've been doing television scripture for a year, and I've become a cartoon. Like, it took Bruce 30 years before special and delicious became caricatures. <laughs> can I at least have a little bit of time before I become a cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get the State of Origin 1. Uh, and uh, it's only a week away. If we start recording you watching a racehorse such as Winx, then you're in real trouble. Hey, remember when Bruce used to get filmed watching Winks? <laughs> oh, that was that was shocking. No, no, you know what, Sean? The first one because it was genuine. Yeah, he was at. Um, I think he was at the. He was. It must have been Commonwealth Games because he was up at the Gold Coast Stadium, and it was genuine. But then after that, he knew he was on camera. And it, even even if you're being natural, once you know a camera's on you, Joel, it changes everything. That's right. So he couldn't be natural anymore. Then That's it like the then boots. The very first one who did it, not knowing they're getting filmed. It's a tick. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, the Game 1 market, uh, and we'll do this probably next Monday when we do our uh, uh, Melbourne Cup slash Origin 1 show, but uh, I, I know the Maroons are weaker on paper. They are incredibly fat odds, uh, mm. Sean. Are people actually betting on this so far? I, I, I imagine it warms up about now, actually, the, the money for, for this game. Yeah, it does. It's a bit of a obviously a unique year with the with the three games coming after the the sort of regular season. But they're they're already stepping into it, and it's great. We don't have to wait long for for more footy after the grand final. But even as big as they are, they're still saying the the seeing the weight of money just uh, Queensland's way. But I agree. That's and I think I have to go back through the um back through the files. But I think of a certainly a game one neutral venue that. This would be the the biggest price that Queensland's or either teams jumped. I would imagine plus eight is a line. Looks uh, looks huge on paper. Oh, that is fat. Plus eight. Yeah, I might be mm. getting a little piece of that uh, because again, New South Wales aren't exactly settled either. I think they're a clearly superior team. The talk of Nathan Cleary being rested, I thought, was a bit off the mark. Ridiculous. Oh, that was just shocking. Yeah, no. The other thing is... I wouldn't have thought shocking, but okay, fine. Shocking. <laughs> just verbal, verbal clickbait. That was I just thought rubbish. the idea was interesting. I just disagreed with it vehemently, but I thought it was nah. an interesting idea. The the reason that there's such big, uh, a big chance... The Queenslanders, particularly with the start, mm. you got Mowley, got Bennett, which is a big in, yes. right? But also, too, the theme over the finals has been the well-rested teams. Yes. You know, these guys have been rested. <laughs> They've had a chance, some of them, to leave the bubble, to come back a little bit fresher. I, I love the Maroons to win this first game. I've got a tip for you. Kurt Capel will be in the centres in game one. Ooh, I just got that tip. Now, it was the same person that tipped me off to that, tipped me off that Bennett said, piss off to the... Uh, Carl Stefanovic people to yeah. say no no documentary and then that came out the next day so my information might be on the money New South Wales 3-0 $2.20 f- go on partnering with who? Netflix or Amazon <laughs> or one of those <laughs> who? no no who's Capewell partnering the centres uh, <laughs> Netflix a gag Netflix on the okay, right, yeah, right look I'm not Brenko's world's biggest fan but Brenko's a better option than Capewell agree or disagree? 
Branko's better than Capel. Who would you centers. rather mark as a centre yeah, for the yeah, Blues? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I'm just I'm giving you a bit of information. Yeah. I don't get information often, okay? okay? I don't seek information. You're probably right, but I think it's that would be but wrong. I think it's more, it might change. It right. actually might change. Given that Branko was very good in the grand final, it, by the time we, I'm just saying don't be shocked okay. if Capel's got the number four on his back. New South Wales 3 nils the uh, shortest price to the series scores, just ahead of New South Wales 2-1. Um if you want Queensland two one four dollars fifty and three nil for Queensland is twenty six dollars. Um, let's we'll talk Origin properly next week, but let's talk races now. I'm going to abstain here because Dar- I know you get aroused for Derby Day. <laughs> yeah. uh, I haven't done any study for this, uh, so so take me through what you're looking forward to the most, Sean and Joel. Don't, don't. Don't worry about his derby day. He needs a cold shower when he talks about Melbourne Cup day. Yeah. The, the, the Joel's it's an almost it's an unhealthy obsession. Yep, it is with Cup day. But for for good reason, we're going to go through the the Sugar Files now, mate. You've got your little uh, got your little system that you like to yeah. stick oh, yeah, by. I've like locked in my selections for this year, and I, I've got this thing called the Sugar Files. There's a few principles around this. It has uh, come up with the last. Well, 19 of the last 22 winners have fit the criteria. So here's the Melbourne Cup Sugar Files. Very, very simple to follow. Uh, as I say, 19 of the last 22 Cup winners qualify, including last year's Quinella. Uh, here are the rules. It's had a run in Australia this campaign prior to the Cup. Hang on, where's our guess who? Where's our guess who? Yeah, I know, I know. We don't have that. The first Melbourne Cup it's run in or within three lengths of winning the Cup last appearance. Yes. Uh, it either won or got within two lengths of the winner at its last handicap race. So forget about races such as the Cox Plate, Wait for Age. Now, that second one, sorry, you're yes. powering on there. Um, that was a Richard Friedman thing too. So you and him are simpatico on that, that if they've already had a Melbourne Cup and failed, yes. that just, just wiped them. That's right. Right, okay. That's right. And, and so... And then the last one, of course, was, uh, yeah, if they're carrying more than 55.5 kilos, this is where I have backed Anthony Van Dyke at a big price. However, he is carrying more than 55.5 kilos. He's not proven at 3,000 metres. So for for this, I put a line through him. So that leaves me with, well, here's the exceptions, right? So the three that have gone wrong, 2008 viewed... got Just beat Bauer in a photo finish. Bauer qualified, right? Rekindling... Takes over Johannes Vermeer at about the 150. Johannes Vermeer also qualified, beating a long neck. And then 2018, Prince of Aaron third, Finch fourth, Rostropovich fifth. They all qualified. So you're just peppering things with these horses. There's no guarantees, but these are the horses I've landed on so far for this cup. Russian Camelot. You can put a pen now through Very Elegant because Very Elegant's copped a half a kilo penalty. Right. So, look, I have backed Very Elegant, but it doesn't actually qualify anymore. Prince of Aran, yes. Per sand, I've backed for the place. Big price for the hang, place. Hang on. Wasn't Russian Camelot ordinary in the Cox? Yeah, but it's a Remember, Green Moon was ordinary in the, in the Cox plate okay, as well. Okay, fine. Okay. So, yeah, the very yeah. last one is who does uh, now qualify? Uh, Steel Prince. Right. Steel Prince. So, sub out Very Elegant, add in Steel Prince and Miami Bound. And so they're just repeating, Russian Camelot, Steel Prince, Miami Bound, Prince of Aran, Per Sand, at any old price, gamble responsibly. Do you like that, uh, Sean? Well, how could I argue with the with the Sugar Files? What was that? 19 from 22 yeah, is a pretty, pretty little compelling compelling record. But I've got I'm, – I'm keeping away from uh, – from Melbourne, and I've gone back to the well. Emac, the the mad Irishman, he steered us into Classic Legend a few weeks ago, so we're going to go with him again. He likes Colette Ooh. in the in the uh, in the Golden Eagle. The weather's going to play a big role 
in this race, he says. And he knows it's, it grows a leg. This is his words. Call it will grow a leg on wet track. It maps by far the best of those three horses under 10 bucks. Okay. And it was eye-catching. It's last run in the Epsom. Ran six, I think, but it was eye-catching. $7.50. Call it for EMAC. I'm just going to... Mary, you want my... Sh- you can have my shoes, Dave. Yeah. Oh, mate. Why do you have to be a prick? <laughs> well, there was a camera. There's an opportunity. Why do you have to be an arsehole, Joel? Okay. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, yes. petition. Keep an eye out for the petition. No, that Goodbye. Will, that will be... That's the... That will never... <laughs> I'm going to... Oh, here's my Bambi. Not every documentary has to be compared with The Last Dance, okay? The State of Origin, Last Dance-style documentary. The Last Dance wasn't the... The first ever documentary on anything. It's very good. But anyway, that's it. Goodbye. Gamble responsibly. See you, folks. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.